1: You're listening to Sports Betters Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Jimmy Odd, along with Wes Reynolds from Vison here on the Sports Betters Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. Uh, Wes Reynolds now for the season 25 in 19. Wes, let's get right to it in this rematch game here. This was a Monday night game. It was the first game where Cincinnati was without Jamar Chase, and they didn't handle it very well. They got stomped. Uh, by the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland goes to uh, Houston, becomes the first team in uh, almost forever that uh, loses a turnover battle by two, scores less than 10 points with their offense. They scored three return touchdowns and covered the eight-point spread against Houston uh, last week. Cincinnati Joe Burrow has got a click and uh, another win over Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. The, the Bengals are six-point favorites over the Browns here.
0: Yeah, it seems like uh, Joe Burrow and the Bengals really have Kansas City's number, but the team that has Cincinnati and Joe Burrow's number are the Cleveland Browns. And, and you're absolutely right. Did not look very impressive last week. Uh, barely outgained the Texans. No offensive touchdowns, 27-14 to 14 final score. But I think a lot of it, too, was first play on the road, you know, or first game on the road, rather, for Deshaun Watson – they didn't run the ball as much as I thought that they would uh, early on in the game, especially if you end up uh, looking at the uh, at the box score. They they did end up running it thirty eight times, and that's how they really beat Cincinnati in the first meeting. They just Cincinnati was unable to stop that run. They've been a little bit banged up on the defensive line, and look, you're you're now getting Cincinnati priced at the top of the market because remember this team was zero two to start the season. And now they're eight and four. So they've won eight of their last 10. I think they've covered like eight of their last nine or something around there. Eight of their last nine or nine of their last 10. So you're getting Cincinnati, I think, really priced at the top of the market here. And that's how you kind of got to play the NFL season is, you know, try to buy a team at the low part of the market and fade a team at the top of the market. And this was three and a half on the look ahead uh, going into this week. And then obviously Cincinnati gets bumped up because they beat Kansas city and Cleveland gets demerited a little bit because they lose at Houston. So Cincinnati, uh, uh, lay in six that just, uh, I mean, I know it's easy to lay because it's less than seven, but I'm going to go with the Cleveland Browns at plus six.
1: Cincinnati right, uh Wes, uh, even more than you uh you thought. Uh, they've covered their last nine of ten. Yeah, West, I, I thought it was eight of
0: nine or nine of ten.
1: Yeah, remember the uh, Baltimore they um they uh had you know they covered well Baltimore with the field goal late. I think Baltimore probably should have covered that game, but Cincinnati uh did cover that game. But again, covering nine of their last ten, the only one was that thirty two to thirteen setback against the Cleveland Browns on Monday night football. And I, 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 you know, this is why in some of the win totals and some of the um, the future bets that I made for the NFL season, even with Watson coming back, I thought that I don't know how effective he would be. I just didn't expect him to be close to form. Now his first game back in the oh, his old team in the city where all the I mean it, it's it's layers of distraction. So now mm-hmm. he was bad. He was bad. He was short hopping, short throws. Uh, but you got to think maybe the toughest distraction spot. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, because um, all of a sudden now, they're five and seven and trying to get back into things uh, a little bit. So um, uh, the moving on, let's go to the uh, NFC East now. And how about this? Uh, I mean, I I think all four teams are better than we expected this year. Is that fair to say? With the Giants, yeah, with Washington, Philadelphia, and Dallas, I mean, and, I, and I think a lot of that of- is a
0: byproduct of of the schedule. When we looked at it over the summer, the NFC East teams had the easier portions of the schedule because they were getting the uh, they were getting the AFC South as part of that. So you know, but you know, you only can play the teams that are in front of you, and that's what these NFC East teams have done.
1: Yes, and I think part of their favorable schedule was playing each other. we, yes. we, we thought this the division was going to be a lot uh, weaker as well. So the Giants off of their uh, off of their tie against the uh, against Washington, a game they should have won. Uh, they outplayed Washington. but kind of gave it a rump. The, the offensive linemen with the ridiculous uh, unsportsmanlike conduct to take them out of field goal range when they're trying to make it a two-score game. But we're going to uh, to New York here, Philadelphia uh, continues to play well. They Dallas, I mean, just trying to make up some ground, and Philly just keeps on winning mm-hmm. with an impressive win against a solid team at Tennessee last week. But it's the under, and also 44-and-a-half, but also, uh, Wes, Divisional unders. We saw another one on Monday Night Football. Went cover easily between Tampa Bay and New Orleans. That's what you're looking at here. This divisional under.
0: Yeah, and 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 now that that trend that that's kind of coming out. And by the way, it's 26 and 11 in outdoor games this season for divisional under So that's a pretty good clip. But you don't want to necessarily play those blindly. I believe, if my count is correct, Jimmy, that we have seven divisional games this week. We have Minnesota, Detroit. New York and Buffalo, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Philadelphia Eagles and the Giants, Cleveland and Cincinnati, Jacksonville and Tennessee, and Kansas City and Denver. So that's seven, but you still got to, I think, do it individually. Like, obviously, Minnesota and Detroit, that is indoors, so that's a little bit different. Baltimore and Pittsburgh, that has been depressed now, down to 37 when it would have been 41 because we are going to get Huntley going as the starting quarterback for Baltimore instead of Lamar, so... A couple of these have changed around, so it is a little bit pick and choose if you're going to follow this angle, and I think if you're going to pick one of them at least, Philadelphia and the Giants are very good, because if you look at what Philadelphia did last week, and look, I was surprised that they handled Tennessee as easily as they did. Not that they won, but the fact that they were so dominant, 35-10, to 10, they were as dominant as the final score indicated, 450 in terms of the yardage, but the fact that Philadelphia were where their weakness really all season has been their rush defense, and it's still not great, but it's slowly starting to get better. They held Tennessee, and pro- probably a lot of that was that Tennessee fell behind early. But Tennessee only twenty one carries for eighty seven yards on the ground with Derrick Henry. So you know Philadelphia's run defense is starting to improve, and. I think, you know, as you get later in the season where now they have this couple game lead in the NFC East with just, I believe, five games left to play, how much more tight are they going to be? How much more are they going to maybe run the ball down the stretch? And I think you're going to see Philadelphia do that a little bit. And then uh, with with the Giants, their offense has been okay, but they actually did get out yarded last week, 4'11 to 3'16, Giants had 4.9 a play, so... You know, you get later in the this, the season, you get the possibility of more inclement weather across the country, so I like the under here in Philadelphia and the Giants.
1: You know, Sirianni was hopeful to get Jordan Davis, the th- number 13 pick out of Georgia, who's, well, let's just put it this way, and, and some great defenses there. He's the guy that can do some things that a lot of people just can't do. I mean, a big guy that can move like that. So, if he was that close, he did not play against Tennessee, but... If he plays, uh, he might be able to return this week but with that high. Stu and Joseph have done things.
0: a pretty good job for getting signed up off the couch basically by this team.
1: Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But um and and, and losing this uh the safety um that, that they picked up from the Saints with the um Gardner Johnson that leads the league in interceptions. That's that's a blow. That's a blow because he was a he's kind of that Swiss Army knife guy. I mean, he could cover a little bit, he could tackle, he loves tackling. I mean he's very physical, so uh, we'll see uh, if Jordan Davis comes back as well. Yes, they picked up Sue uh, also. So they're loading up, man, uh, for the deep run. They're not taking a, a whole lot of chances. And how about Jalen Hurts and that offense? Uh, almost 50%, about 46% third down efficiency. So that's a very, um, it's a, it's a, Come a long way up from last year. And Wes, what about the Titans GM after they lose? AJ Brown, uh, I guess the owner wasn't real happy about AJ Brown, some, uh, you know, right. going up and down the field against him. Oh, my goodness. That's an odd uh, midseason uh, adjustment when your team is in first place.
0: Yeah, and look, Vrabel said the right things, but then they showed, uh I saw the video clip in the Titans war room or the draft room, if you will when that deal got announced and and Mike Vrabel kind of stepping up and walking away from the table, it uh, seemed like he wasn't very happy with that transaction, even though in the uh, morning presser today, he was like, no, uh, I spoke with Robinson last night and we're friends and said all the right things. But you know, Titans are going to win that division, but we can kind of see that they're winning it by default. The Houston's obviously the worst team in the league right now, at least per record. Jacksonville, kind of what we thought over the summer that they're still at least a year or two away from really being a playoff contender, and nobody's been more disappointing than Indianapolis after that quit job in the fourth quarter that they did against Dallas on Sunday night.
1: They they really handled the adversity in that game real well. I mean, my goodness, geez, that was that was horrible. All right, and Wes is right because six teams uh, have buys this week, so we have thirteen games, and seven of those thirteen are divisional matchups. The crazy thing is six of the seven are one Eastern kickoffs. The only one that isn't is the late kickoff at Denver between Kansas City and Denver. Another total you're looking at, Kansas City-Denver total is 43.
0: Yeah, and uh, look, uh, Denver, I mean, we we know the issues with this offense, and it's not going to be rectified the final few games of the season. I know that they have had some injuries, but – Russell Wilson has been bad. Russell Wilson isn't cooking. He looks cooked. And maybe part of that is just that he's not a fit for what Nathaniel Hackett wants to do offensively. So you could see that this Denver team, they just have a big-time difficulty scoring points. Uh, only nine last week at Baltimore. Probably actually should have won the game at Baltimore, but found a they way to have. lose. But when you score nine points, you're not going to win a game. You had 10 the week before at Carolina. You have 16 against the Raiders the week before. You have 10 the week before against Tennessee. Uh, their biggest scoring, the only time I think they've gone over 20 points, really in the last you know month and a half, was the London game against Jacksonville. That was the only time that they've gone over 20. They had 23 at the Raiders on uh, the first weekend of October on October 2nd. They've only scored over 20 points twice this year to Denver Broncos. So I think, you know, this looks like a game where maybe the Chiefs, the Chiefs, when they get margin, Jimmy, in games, tend to go under. And, you know, they, they tend to run the ball you know they don't necessarily they're not necessarily chucking it up and down the field when they're up you know three or four touchdowns or something like that and 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 by the way I'm not I'm not convinced necessarily the Chiefs are going to get margin here anyway uh, this is still a very good Denver defense and one of the higher ranked defenses in the league getting almost 10 points at home so Denver is a tough team for me to get involved with even though I did take them last week against Baltimore But I think maybe the best way to kind of play Denver, if you're not wanting to play the spread against an angry Chiefs team that obviously blew a second half lead, another second half lead against Cincinnati, albeit not a big one, just seven points. But I think if you want to kind of play Denver and maybe fade Kansas City a little bit on that back-to-back road trip, the best way to do it would be the under at 43
1: yeah uh, uh, 11 and one now to the under uh Denver this year and man a lot of them are not even that close and you know the recipe for unders you're last in scoring which Denver is at 13.8 points a game you're second in points allowed uh in their defense the third down conversions are 30th uh, in the league as well now Kansas City First in the league in points, first in the league in yards per game, first in the league in passing yards a game. So Kansas City's offense against Denver's defense is going to be probably where this total is won. Denver is not likely to score a, a whole lot. So uh, the under, again, the Broncos 11-1 to the under this year. Uh, in reverse order, West's picks this week. Under Denver-Kansas City, 43. Under Giants-Philadelphia, 44 and a half. And Cleveland plus six against Cincinnati. Wes is 25 and 19 for the year. Another profitable season. For Wes Reynolds, I'm Jimmy Ott on the Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network.